Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, Penn State fans. Happy Friday. I'm Ryan Snyder. He's Sean Fitz. We did this last week. Little quick video, quick uh, recruiting preview, recruiting recap, however you want to call it. There's a lot that went on this past week. Of course, Omari Gaines came into Penn State earlier in the week. Sean and T. Frank did a good video recapping that. Uh, we'll hit on that for briefly here, but I think there's a few other things we want to try to discuss today. Uh, of course, we'll get into weekend visitors, but Sean, I think the first place to start, Quinton Martin made it to campus this past weekend, has an official visit uh, lined up now. Uh, we'll see with other schools. I still think Pitt, Ohio State, maybe Florida State's in there. Uh, I'll throw it to you, though. Sounds like a good visit, uh, you know, coming out of it. I got to talk to him briefly about it. Uh, obviously gets that one-on-one time, uh, which I think was the main thing, the main takeaway. I think that the thing to start with is you sound like night and day from the last time that we talked on here. So those, those yes. roids helped you. Uh, hey, I'm glad to see you're feeling Steroids, better. I got uh, inhalers. I, yeah, anyway, it's been great. Perfect. Quentin Martin uh, on campus, the personal visits, they, they mean more, you know, to be honest with you. If you're coming up for a junior day, you're seeing a lot of the same stuff that everybody else is seeing. You don't get the personal uh, sort of uh, attention that that everybody else gets. So to get him up was was big. I think they're hoping to get him back maybe before an official visit in June, like just uh, get him up as much as possible, basically, uh, to explain to you, explain to him their plans for him on the field, off the field, uh, both so important in this recruitment. I think Penn State's done a really nice job of positioning itself well. You said on the show on Monday that you think location is going to come into factor here. Uh, Ohio State and Pitt right there as well. I know he's been talking about a Florida State trip, but, you know, you, you got to like where Penn State stands right now. I think all things equal, you know, Penn State's in a pretty good spot right now. Uh, of course, you're going to have to talk NIL. You're going to have to talk about branding and all that kind of stuff. And Penn State, has, you know, it, it can be competitive, but you're just not sure what the other guys are going to bring to the table, essentially. So I think Penn State in a good spot with Quentin Martin coming out of the trip. Uh, you reported he set up an official visit. That is uh, certainly good news. Um, and this is one that's going to go, I mean, uh, pr probably pretty long. I don't know that he'll take it as long as he, you know, he originally talked signing day, he originally talked waiting it out all the time. But this process does get old. I know they've had some changes in their camp in terms of how they approach it. Uh, so maybe that's a sign that this process is is speeding along a little bit quicker than we hope or than we, than we thought it would. Yeah, I would think July, uh, like everybody else. I mean, late June, early July, I think that makes the most sense. He certainly uh, has made it clear <laughs> that the calls and everything that goes along with recruiting when you're a top 100 prospect is uh, wearing on him a little bit. So I would think Pitt, uh, Pitt, Ohio State will get official visits. He's talking about maybe going to Florida State for an unofficial. So that, that's kind of the fourth team there. But if he if he doesn't end up at Pitt, Ohio State, or Penn State, uh, as of now, at least I'd, I'd be pretty surprised. Uh, Sean, I don't, is there anything you want to discuss with Omari? I, I don't know. I didn't get to watch your guys' video the other day. I think we've discussed it for the most part. Uh, no, um, we, we pretty much covered on the video. Check out that video. If you get a chance, also like this video, if you get a chance, follow and subscribe to our channels here um, with Omari Gaines. Something that was kind of on the low at that point, his father's very influential in, in North Jersey youth football. Uh, a lot of the guys that 
pop up at those parochial schools where Penn State has kind of has really struggled um, in the last few years, uh, go through his youth program. So I think that is an influential guy to have in your corner. Penn State's actually having a couple of full teams come up from Jersey and and New York in that area over the next couple of uh, of days for the for the weekend visitor list. Um, so there's, uh, I'm not saying that that's a, a result of taking Omari, but you know, anytime that you can wedge yourself in there, uh, doing the same with Khalil Ahmad, you know, just trying to make yourself more visible in Jersey in a spot where it seems to be opening up a little bit. They've, they've had some down years in terms of talent, um, in terms of, uh, you know, just the high school stars and things like that. Uh, but it seems to be turning a corner. 2025 looks pretty good. Put in a new RPM pick this week as well um, in New Jersey. So things may be turning the corner after not signing a, a prospect uh, since 2020 in a mean Vanover. Yeah, I was surprised looking at that stat the other day. Um, all right. Well, speaking of parochial schools, I think St. Joseph's Prep is a good segue there. Uh, going into Samaj Jones. Announces a top four on Thursday night. Uh, Penn State, Oklahoma, Cincinnati, West Virginia. Uh, he just went to West, or excuse me, just went to Oklahoma last weekend. We'll go to West Virginia this weekend, and we expect him to be at Penn State then the following. So, was that April eighth? I believe it is. Cincinnati's in the mix there too. To me, this feels like a Penn State West Virginia battle coming. Uh, obviously, Oklahoma certainly seems like the X factor there, but uh, I, I would expect. I don't know Oklahoma's exact board. I assume they're they're in the mix with some other guys as well. The the, the question will be. Does Penn State uh, – Penn State certainly will take two quarterbacks. Does Samaj and Van Buren work? I'm not exactly sure that I see that combination. Uh, Sean, I'll throw it to you. Just kind of where do you – what do you think on Samaj and, and just the whole quarterback board moving forward? Yeah, it's nice to have variety in your room. So I think taking two guys under six foot, and both of these guys are under six foot. Actually, Samaj is shorter than, than Van Buren. Um, you know, it's you, you're limited in what you can do as a short quarterback. And I know there's exceptions to the rule, but you don't want to fall on those exceptions and basically lean on them and, and be – uh, put yourself in a position where all of a sudden they don't work out and you're, you're, you're finding more the rule than the exception. So it's, it's funny. I I'm like team Van Buren. I think, I, I think he's a really talented player. I think he's, he's got, you know, if he was six two, he'd be the top quarterback in the country. I think uh, you're, I think a little bit more towards Samaj Jones. I just seen Samaj more. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, yeah you have. Sure. I mean, that's the thing. Both these guys, shorter guys, but really, really talented. Yeah. I, I just think, when I when I I've I've only I've only seen Van Buren on TV, right? I haven't been to a St. Francis game in person. I've seen I've seen Van Buren at camps. I've seen Samaj at multiple games. The one thing I like with Samaj, just when I compare him to Van Buren, is that I just think he's a little bit better with his legs, right? So if you're getting somebody under six foot, he get the guy it. who I think has shown a little bit more from an athleticism perspective. But I mean, Absolutely. we're splitting hairs there. They're both good quarterbacks. There, there isn't, you know, you got Luke Cromenhoek. That's still the, the the guy they really would love to have. Maybe they'll get him up down the road. We'll see. But, I mean, for the most part, all the quarterbacks uh, that Penn State's at least recruiting, and the vast majority of the top guys in this class, that you know, they, they don't have a bunch of those 6'3", Drew Aller type of builds in this in this class. So you're going to have to get one of these guys. I think Van Buren or Samaj would be, would be good additions. And then, really, I think, like, I'd be surprised if both of them end up in the same class. And then I wonder, like, are we going to get a Will Levis situation where somebody comes to camp and and emerges in mid-June that we're not talking about as maybe that second guy? Yeah, I mean, that's very much a possibility <clears throat> because I think the evaluations here, there's a lot of short quarterbacks in this class, and I'm not sure that fits with Mike what Mike Gersich does. He likes the decisions and all the accuracy and everything like that. But if you look back at his history, he does toward uh, tend to lean toward taller quarterbacks. So I think that that might be something to do. And by the way, I want to check myself there. I said – 
Uh, if he's six two, he's the top quarterback in the country, probably top five guy. That was a bit of hyperbole on my part. So uh, don't get too excited. He's a really talented guy. But uh, yeah, I think there's there's some shortcomings worth talking about. Um, we're going to talk Saturday visitors here in a second, but we're going to stop at Thursday first because probably pound for pound, a better list than the weekend. And that's, uh, that, and some of these guys are staying, uh, John Mitchell, Antoine Belgrave shorter are up from Florida. They're going to be here through Sunday. So that's a huge visit, huge visit for two of Penn state's top cornerback targets. Uh, both those guys on campus, Garrett Sexton coming in, uh, from Wisconsin, uh, sort of a mystery guy. You look at his offer list. It's interesting. It's a lot of the the Big Ten schools out in the Midwest. I don't think Wisconsin's actually on there, even though he's been there a couple of times. I think Minnesota on top on the RPM right now. So um, Penn State continuing to get that board uh, wide, cast that wide net as we try to brush up on our cliches here. Um, but Garrett Sexton, for him to come in for a, for a multi-day visit, that's uh, another guy to add to that board. And, and you covered it in depth last year and there's still new names that keep popping up like uh like garrick sexton Bodie mccaslin will be here this weekend was not was not really a name i familiarized myself with before uh, uh before this week so there's a lot of guys on that board so they're going to have options to uh to pick and it's not going to be all the guys that we've known for so long the re- the regular names there are going to be some guys that pop up for an official visit uh down the road from from out of the region for sure sexton's intriguing his recruitment's been wild the more I've learned about it. He was a quarterback as yep. an underclassman. <laughs> I don't know what 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 his height was the last year or two, but now he's you know supposedly around 6'7", 245. I've got to get an updated height on him from the other day. But uh, you know, moves the tackle. And I forget, I forget which school it was. He, he gets a he gets an offer from some school in the mid-January. And now since then, I think what, you know, two and a half months later. Uh, he's approaching 20 offers now and, and people really like his athleticism. I know from talking to people related with Penn state, uh, Sexton is, is moving up their board very quickly. So we'll see if this, if this gets them an official visit, he was at Wisconsin. I don't think has Wisconsin not offered him yet. Did I, I read that right? I, you know, I, I don't think so. I don't have his profile open, but Minnesota's on top of his RPM, which for a kid from Wisconsin, if he had a Wisconsin offer, he's been there a couple of times. I think he was there last week or, or actually this week. Um, mm-hmm. They would definitely yeah, no Wisconsin that, offer the way that. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. It, no Wisconsin offer. It's an interesting one. I, I don't I don't know that one right there. Yeah, but so um, this is a guy you show Lane Johnson's contract to and be like, oh, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> uh, be a quarterback and turn into an offensive tackle. Great. Um, I can do that for thirty five million dollars or whatever he's getting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, no, that's, uh, you hit on Mitchell and Belgrave. They're, they're both massive. I mean, that is without a doubt. Those two are the biggest visits of the weekend. You have a three and a half day uh, with those two on campus. I have them pretty much as Penn State's one and one A at corner right now for Terry Smith. I think Jameer Grimsley certainly in there. A couple others. Of course, they have Kenny already committed. Uh, but these two, uh, we've talked about John Mitchell more just because I've been able to get more from John and, and people close to him. But Belgrave Shorter, who isn't. I think he's rated still as a three-star uh, from what I've gathered, but like this is somebody that I think Penn State thinks way, way higher of, and I wouldn't be shocked at all uh, if he's a guy that that moves up in the rankings substantially here uh, in the weeks and months ahead. Sean, did you have you been able to gather much on Chris Cole, uh, the linebacker from Virginia? I, I'm still kind of trying to figure him out. Not much. Uh, teammate of Peyton Lewis down there in Salem, um, so middle of nowhere uh, in that part of Virginia uh, to get him up. They they just offered him not too long ago. Uh, a guy that can play in space. Uh, one of the probably similar to a Kevion Keys in terms of six two six three one eighty five one ninety somewhere in there. Um, c- c- kind of plays all over the field. Um, it's 
not great competition um, as we've seen in the, in the Peyton Lewis uh, highlights and things like that. But a uh, guy who finds the ball does a nice job. Uh, Penn state linebacker board uh, skewing more toward the outside guys. Now we know that they've got Specka. Uh, you, you got Kari Jackson in there as well as Mike. So like, going the other way in a sense and going to the outside guys, Chris Cole, Gabriel Williams is going to be up for a visit next week. So uh, those skinnier guys that people like to complain about, they're not heavy enough and then they get on campus and, and gain 20 pounds in two months. You know, that, that that's kind of where we're leaning right now with those, uh, those linebacker types in the 2024 class. Okay. Uh, just last two guys real quick to mention from Thursday, uh, Maurice Barnes linebacker from Bishop McDevitt and Marcelo Vitti, uh, safety prospect out of Detroit, both freshmen, a uh, long way to go with those guys, but they did pick up offers. Uh, Barnes is the one obviously with him being a central PA guy that I'm most familiar with. I think he's a very um, talented player, a very smart player. I watched him play his first varsity high school game against Imatep. Uh, is it Imatep? What I always say it wrong. Sean, Sean always corrects me. I don't know. You, I don't know if you I said overthink it, right. it. Imatep. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Uh, and just long story short, uh, I was I, I walked away from that game as impressed with him as I was, you know, for Zafir, as uh, for Rico, for Stone Saunders. I mean, Maurice was the one that stood out to me in that game more than more than just about anyone. So I was really impressed with him. Keep an eye on him moving forward. He's already got some really good offers. Uh, Michigan, Virginia Tech, or, or two notables that stand out. Uh, Sean, just real quick, we'll get on to Saturday, guys. Just anybody that stands out to you. Not a, I would say this is the weakest of the three Saturdays so far, but there are some important players to, to hit on. Probably you reported yesterday morning, uh, Tysir Denmark, the Oregon commit from Philadelphia. Uh, slot receiver, dynamic receiver, one of the top receivers on the board, no matter who the receiver's coach is, going to come up and meet Marcus Higgins for the first time. That's a big, big one. Uh, there's some other guys um, high on the board that are coming this weekend. Check out BlueWhiteIllustrated.com for that. Um, a couple of linemen coming in. I mentioned Bodie McCaslin from Illinois is coming in. Egan Boyer from uh, from North Carolina is going to make the trip. Uh, he's got a nice little offer list for being a three-star. And then in 2025 class, we keep talking about New Jersey, John Forster, the running back, uh, who is a big dude. Like he does not look like a sophomore running back. Uh, we saw him at camp last year, really big dude. And then Des Jones, dynamic wide receiver in the 2025 class. Penn State keeps getting those 2025s back from Jersey, and it seems to be working. You know, they've got two guys in the class so far, and Jalen Matthews and Amari Gaines still working on some other guys. So, might not be the 2024 when we see that complete changeover, but Penn State is getting back into Jersey and doing really well. Yeah, I would. I'd be shocked if they don't get at least one guy in 2024 from from New Jersey, just the way they sit with a couple guys. But certainly shaping up to be 2025 is is the year for the uh, New Jersey uh, Renaissance, we'll say. But all right, guys, that's it. We'll try and do this next Friday. We'll try and keep doing this here uh, while it's busy throughout the spring. Uh, for Sean Fitz, I'm Ryan Slider. Appreciate you guys. Like the video. Like everything. Make sure T. Frank's happy. And uh, we'll talk to you guys on Monday. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.